your cultural competence. Listen to interesting stories. Learn about the cultural pitfalls and how to avoid them. Get the global perspective here at Culture Matters Podcast on International Business. We help you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences, helping you develop your cultural competence. Here's your host, Chris Smith. Hello, welcome to the Culture Matters podcast. We are on episode number 41. And other than uh, doing interview podcasts, as you uh, would probably know, we also do content podcasts. And this is a content podcast whereby this week we'll be talking about how to work with a VA or how to work with a virtual assistant or using virtual assistants as such. I wrote an article back in 2012, about two years ago, because we're recording this at the end of September 2015, um, on how to actually work with a virtual assistant. And I thought this might actually be uh, a good time to put this in audio as well, because some people just prefer audio over reading articles. Well, there you go. So first of all, uh, for those of you who are not familiar uh, what the concept of a VA is, a quick explanation, a VA or a virtual assistant is someone, a person, usually on the other side of the world, but it's not per se necessary, who does stuff for you, work, um, who does work for you on a remote location and then delivers the work back to you using uh, means available nowadays through the internet, stuff like Dropbox or um, Drive, Google Drive or the OneDrive from Microsoft in terms of exchanging information and files. And the communication can be done through emails or Skype, things like that. Well, that is, in brief, what a VA is, what a virtual assistant is. I have had some uh, experience with a VA myself, or a couple of VAs, virtual assistants myself, from India and uh, the Philippines as well. And I'll talk more about that in a, um, a moment. Now, first of all... Um, what I found a difficult thing to do is to actually come up with a list of uh, things that a VA could actually do. And um, a VA as such, I think, has been made popular or at least went mainstream in 2007-ish when uh, Tim Ferriss published his book, The 4-Hour Work Week. If you haven't read that, then uh, if you haven't read it yet, that's uh, it's a book worth reading. Uh, I think it's on his second or third or possibly even fourth edition on the book. And um, there's a link in the show notes of this podcast, uh, which you can find back on culturematters.com. Click on the podcast tab and then find the podcast that reads how to work with a virtual assistant. Um, so that, that went mainstream in about 2007 and, and um, Tim Ferriss describes in a very nice way on how he does and works with a VA and his VA, I'm not sure where she is because I think it's a she, is located, I think it's India as well and she does pretty much everything and everything and everything and um, it, like from ordering flowers or presents for her children, for his children or for, I mean, stuff like that. Well, that is possibly... Tim Ferriss's ex- experience, but it isn't mine experience. It's, so my my experience is somewhat different, and I must say I'm not trying to sound negative, but more realistic here, that it's it, it's usually portrayed easier than it looks and then it works out. If if you go to Amazon and and you you type in um, virtual assistant, you get a whole range of books, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, virtual assistant, the series, the fourth edition. Virtual assistants, how to run a successful virtual assistant's business, even you know how to run a business yourself. Virtual assistant, the ultimate guide to finding, hiring, and working with virtual assistants. This is a book by Nick Loper, which actually I particularly liked because. 
because he gets gets all this stuff nicely put together. But nonetheless, all these books, and I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes as well, all these books, they portray as working with a, with a VA or virtual assistant as being easy and uh, smooth and um, effortless and you you just you, know, you you get your VA and he or she starts working and everything is is fine but it's again my experience that it's usually not that smooth and the idea behind this podcast is to sort of shed some lights on the fact that usually there are cultural differences now before I jump into the cultural differences, of course, there are VAs in uh, specific countries. Take the United States, for instance. There are people that are looking for a, a VA and they find a VA in their own country. Now, if this person, if this VA is an American, then the cultural differences usually tend to be a lot less of, or are just a lot less when an American is working with a uh, person from India or the Philippines, which are the two biggest markets. So, in my home country, where I currently live, which is Belgium, I also know that there are people that are who are looking for a VA, but they use VAs somewhat different as well. And there are companies that actually uh, provide virtual assistants who are usually not virtual, not in Belgium. They are usually uh, on the sp- on the location, on the spots, and so it's more like freelancing than it is um, really uh, virtual, as uh, in terms of we don't see or we have never met each other. So it's not as virtual in in all countries around the world. Okay, um, so who works with who? I think the biggest um, uh, providers of VAs are uh, India and the Philippines. And for obvious reasons that the Indians, most Indians speak uh, good English, are very well educated. And the same goes for the Philippines as well. And who uh, makes use of these services? I think the biggest market, again, is the United States, followed by the UK or, say, North America, Canada and the US, and followed by the UK or, or um, say, Ireland, the UK and, and you know, the, the United Kingdom as such, and Australia and New Zealand following as well. In Europe, there are not that many uh, people using VAs, as I know, I've done some research on this as well. So the main markets would be the US, North America, and the providers would be, the suppliers would be the India and the Philippines. Okay, there are some advantages and some disadvantages as well, before we get into the, this, this cultural bit, of course. Some of the advantages are that they're they tend to be really cheap. I mean, you can you can hire if if you are hiring a Philippine or Indian VA, depending to some extent, of course, what company you're doing business with. Um, you could you could get prices for as low as four to five dollars US dollars per hour, which of course I mean is 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 hard to compare uh, with um, with Western prices. And it's it's I've heard this before as well, and I fully agree with this. It's not if you pay somebody in India or or the Philippines four dollars US dollars an hour, this you're not cheating these these you're not cheating. I mean, it's not you're under you're not underpaying them. If you would pay them eighty eighty dollars an hour, which you could easily do for a local VA, then um, you would just be overpaying them. This is just normal. This is different. A loaf of bread is cheaper in India than it is in the US. That's sort of how I look at these things. So. Um, Yes, there's a huge economical gain, of course, uh, when if you look at the price that somebody um, uh, would need. So, work. The second point in terms of advantage is that work work gets done when you sleep, and that's of course a big advantage if you, if you're working across time zones. At the end of the day, you can um, you can 
at, at the end of your working day, if you're if you're um, if you're in the United States, you can say, okay, this chunk of work needs to be done, and I'm giving it to you now. And the next morning, when I wake up, it's actually it's in your inbox, in your email, or in your shared box, whatever uh, online device you have, and um, the work is done. I mean, of course, providing hopefully that it is done correctly. And uh, VAs are, uh, I think, extremely useful, quote-unquote, making air quotes here, when it comes to repetitive tasks, stuff that needs to be done time and again. For instance, um, a podcast is something that a VA could perfectly manage as well. The only thing I would have to do is record my podcast. Um, my VA has all the details, has the the, the software program to edit. Um, she has the jingles. She has the uh, the music, of course, on a file. We all share that. And the only thing I have to do is record. I drop my recording in uh, our shared Dropbox and she can get the thing done and put it online and and the whole work around it, like also the social media um, promotion around it as well. So that's a repetitive task that needs to be done. And a VA can perfectly do these kind of things as well. So and there probably are more advantages than I just mentioned. There are also disadvantages. And those disadvantages are often not highlighted enough, I think. So in the beginning, um, this comes from my own experience. The beginning, it, it takes time. It takes time to invest not only in the relationship as such but also in terms of explaining how you want certain things not it's logical it's normal that somebody who starts working for you be it on the spot live you know in in face to face or be it virtual this person needs some time to understand what you're doing what exactly is what it is exactly that you're doing just takes time to invest and a lot of people don't don't take this time to do this because you know, they think if I need to explain this, it's going to take me twice or three times as long. I might as well do it myself. Well, this way you never make progress, of course. So in a way, it's a disadvantage, um, the time investment. On the other hand, if you invest that time, it becomes an advantage because this person can then do for a relative um, uh, low amount, can do repetitive task and the work gets done. When you sleep, all these advantages pop up again. Um, I found it a challenge to keep my VA occupied. And uh, I'm over that right now because I know what 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 she needs to do. But I found it a challenge to uh, come up with stuff that that is repetitive enough that doesn't take me much time of investment to explain. Okay, now I want you to do this. Now I want you to do that. It just you have to think these things up up front. And so what I've done, I've opened um, an Evernote note and I've written down all the stuff that uh, she potentially could do to give you an idea. Um, what what she uh, is currently doing for me? Do keyword research, for instance, for articles uh, and titles and stuff like that. Be able to work with WordPress because uh, my site runs on WordPress. Social bookmark articles, articles that I, that I write myself. Um, sometimes you know it says you finish what I start, but that's that's just you know, the general stuff that I start and I, I hand it over to her and then she can actually finish it. Um, edit pod- podcasts, um, like I mentioned earlier, as well. Publish them, promote them on social media as well. Have an eye for detail. Work with Mailchimp. Uh, create and send out mailings. If I say okay, put this article and this article and this article in, she can put it together and, and then we have agreed to send it out on this and this date, on this and this hour. Um, repurpose articles for instance inviting podcast guests as well i give the name i send the initial invite and then she follows it up and and well stalks in a way well follows it up like i say um and keep track on on who's responding and who says okay i want to but i or i don't want to uh fill my twitter stream linkedin posts stuff like that so those are are things that um uh that a, a va can do perfectly perfectly well 
but you have to keep them occupied. Otherwise, you know, it's, 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 it's demotivating, of course, as well. Then we come to the more important bits, which are the disadvantages, which um, uh, is, is communication. Communication is, and then it's sort of this borders, of course, to, cult- to cultural differences when you look at uh, working with a virtual assistant. Assistant. Cultural differences tend to be quite large if you, and I'm looking at the biggest markets again, the United States, in North America and India and the Philippines. So the cultural differences are quite, um, well, big if you want. And my own experience, like I said earlier before, is I've been working with a couple of VAs from India and a couple of VAs from the Philippines. And ideally, of course, you want one person that becomes your VA in which you invest time and energy to explain what you need to have done. And then this person starts working for you, you build up a relationship. But in my own experience, that did not happen. My first contact with the company, the Indian company I chose, was really smooth and promising. I was given um, a local phone number, so a phone number I could dial here in Belgium, which would then connect me through my own VA in India. So that was that that was very promising, and um, I was like really excited when that first happened. I could just pick up the phone and then call, and then would have my um, my VA on the line. Uh, I mean, between certain hours, we would agree between say between three and five p.m. You would work for me every day, so two hours a day, which adds up to ten hours a week. So from the above mentioned book from Tim, Tim, um, the earlier mentioned, the book I mentioned earlier from Tim Ferriss, I'd written out a couple of questions on, on how, you know, how to work uh, and sort of get a feel with this person as well. So my first talk with my Indian, my first Indian VA went okay. And um, he was a bit quiet, a bit, I would say timid almost, but maybe, you know, he was just not the extrovert type that I could possibly be. And just maybe it was just his personality. So what I did, I handed him um, his first job, which was a very simple admin job. And he, um, he did that quite well. Then I gave him a second job and that actually took a bit longer. Well, actually it took a whole lot longer. What this person had to do was make up a backup copy of a database or a series of database, which basically was just um, clicking and making sure these databases, I mean, select a couple of databases, click on backup and then put these backups somewhere on a, uh, an online cloud storage location. As a matter of fact, it took him about six hours to do this. So I went back to the company and I said, this is way too long for something as simple as it is. So um, so I, I was actually assigned another VA. And then you start from scratch another Indian VA. And then you start from scratch again, from zero, because you have to explain, well, this is who I am, who are you, um, where do you come from, and et cetera, et cetera. Trying to build a bit of a relationship there. So... Um, like I said, it's the, the, the vast majority are, are Americans, uh, British, maybe Australians as well, and they work with Indians and with the Philippines. And uh, the, the cultural differences are quite are quite uh, quite big, I should say. So, a couple of things. Let's let's run them. Uh, I'll run them through. Uh, run them by you as we, um, uh, as I've written them down here. If things work out and runs smooth, of course, that's excellent. But my experience, that was not the case. I worked with a couple of Indians and this is nothing against Indians at all. It just didn't work out. I just couldn't get these people to understand what I wanted to do. I then moved to um, the Philippines and I found a Filipino company. And I was assigned a, a very enthusiastic young uh, woman 
who would work for me and we actually we had some we had even some fun i mean over skype we would call every day we would have a 10 minutes uh, skype call okay this is what i'd like you to do we would share like a project management board online where i could post what i wanted her to do and this worked in the beginning this worked really well and then it started um uh, um how do you say she was not getting she was not there on time she wasn't there at three if the time was three and um so i would lose i would i would wait because i would have to wait and and until she's there and i could then talk to her so that happened a couple of times and then um i said okay this is this is this is not working could be my own impatience or my own cultural differences um nonetheless i got in touch with her boss and she was taken off my case and i was assigned another one another one who was not as outgoing we didn't have that much fun she was good enough she was actually a lot better and we worked uh, we had worked for a couple of months even together and that um that worked but there are some th- some things that you need to think about um, if things don't work out at first, realize that it's not done on purpose. So if your VA is 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 doing stuff and it's doesn't it's not really what you want, then they're not doing this on purpose. This is exactly the friction between cultures. It's almost never on purpose. It's exactly those cultural differences that that cause that friction. So that's something to keep in mind and minds and and could could if you're upset with the end result of what your VA has delivered could help you in 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 realizing hang on this is not this is not done on purpose per se to be in my way this is just well part of the deal this person might not have understood exactly so when instructing your VA be as specific as possible both in terms of objectives and the time you spend so I'd like you to do this this and this and it has to be done in that time if you're not done in that time let me know how far you've you've come and then we'll take it further so in in very specific times and terms you should um instruct and i'm making air quotes again uh instruct your va like that again we're we're talking to people we're not talking about machines here of course keep a close eye on the progress for anglo-saxons focusing on anglo-saxons here it is not common for constant inspection by their boss so if you are an american you get assigned a task and you do the task until the task is done. If something is unclear, you walk up to your boss and you say, listen, I, how do we do this or this or this? Or I don't quite understand this or this. So, which is a normal way of communication, a normal style of, of management as well. For Indian and Filipino workers, this is much uh, more common to be inspected by their boss. And in this case, you are the boss. And therefore also inspected um, as a sign of, of showing that you are in interested in the work they do so it's kind of virtually looking over their shoulder and and um uh sort of taking the pulse occasionally how are you doing are you still uh are you still on top of things is it is it working do you understand do you need more explanation and um so it's it's in a way it might look like micromanagement but eventually over time you can sort of let go of that micromanagement and stretch the moment moments in between where you are checking uh and again the air quotes checking on on or instructing or inspecting your v8 don't expect disagreement um with the work that you assign to your VA. In India and the Philippines, you usually do not contradict your boss. And again, you're the boss if you're from from North America or other Western countries. You're the boss and you assign a task to your VA. Your VA goes to work. Even though if you um, if you know he or she is totally wrong, contradiction, uh, contradicting your boss is just not your job as a VA. So um, they will they will start the work. They will take whatever you 
tell them. They will start to work on this. And uh, if something is unclear, it is not always happening that they will get back to you and say, well, listen, this does not work or I don't understand or maybe we can better do it like this. They will usually carry on with the job as uh, as good as they can. They might ask a few colleagues for some help left or right. And then in the end, they will present you the end result. And that might not be what you're asking for. Um, spend time on the relationship is another one, uh, which uh, is, is one of the things that we find in, if you want, the Western world, the more individualistic cultures, we find the most difficult. Spend time on the relationship between you and your VA. In collectivistic countries like India and the Philippines, people are much more relationship oriented, while in the Western world, we're much more task driven. If you want to know, um, then... If, if you really want to get to know uh, how to work with the VA, then it's you should invest time upfront in the beginning to understand your counterpart, your VA, rather than assigning them tasks straight away. And that's, of course, a, a dilemma because you're, you're paying your VA to get things done. And of course, they are being instructed, okay, this is, we work differently in the Western world. So they might actually just give you tasks and you just need to do these tasks because we have deadlines, et cetera, et cetera. And there you have the cultural differences, the, uh, the, the, the friction that, um, that is there. So working with a VA takes, takes time. There are differences in culture. There are vast differences in culture. Typically, if you look at North America and India and the Philippines, it's hierarchy that plays a role. Hierarchy is much stronger in uh, India and the Philippines. It's the fact that in India and the Philippines, there is it's a much more stronger need for relationships. And um, if you're from the Western world, instructing a VA usually is is quite different from the way you would instruct your own people. You have to be much more detailed, much more specific, and you have to have much more of an eye uh, for the, the ongoing results, so the intermediate steps as well. Oh, with this, I... I don't want to, um, how do you say, send you away or, or discourage you with uh, when it comes to working with a VA. It's more actually, uh, and it's not a warning either. It's more of um, uh, sharing my own experience, also from a cultural exper- uh, viewpoint, but also personal from a personal viewpoint, and possibly maybe preparing you better if you are ever considering working with a VA. Um, it has helped me a lot. It has moved my business forward a lot. So I can, I'm, I'm a full advocate of, um, of working with VAs. And my preference goes to, um, to the Philippines more so than India, just because I have just a better experience. But that doesn't rule out India, of course, as being a, um, an excellent company that provides VAs. In an earlier podcast, it's episode number 30, I um, talked to Sunder P. He talks about the, the company called Get Friday and International Virtual Assistance as well. So you might want to check out that episode as well. It's episode 30. It was recorded in um, April 29, 2015. So I might want to check that out because he can shed some lights from his Indian standpoint on how it is to work with a VA. And he doesn't... Um, it doesn't shun the uh, the cultural differences either well i hope this has been helpful uh, for you if you're listening to this and if it has been and you like the culture matters podcast then i would really appreciate if you would come to the website and leave your comments uh, about this podcast uh, and uh, otherwise as well you can um, it would be fantastic if you could live leave a rating in itunes or a stitcher about this podcast Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Next week, we'll be back with another 
interview. Looking forward to that. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye. That's it for this episode. The Culture Matters Podcast, helping you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences.